This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage? It's a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It means that you're going to be at the table because you've got something that they need. And what you have is not potential. It's not a promise. It's results. It's some songs that you've had cut. It's some, some fans that you've got on your social media. It's money. It's cash flow that's coming through. And uh, that's what's going to take to get ahead in this new music industry, to get your publishing deal, to get your booking agent, to get that record deal. You're going to need some leverage. That's why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. That is a Brent Baxterism. That is hmm. Brent Back, a Brent Backronym. Whoa. Ooh, a backronym. That just happened. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You my life. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and on the regular, he connects you with the pros so you can get your shot and start to create a relationship. Uh, you can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce introduce you. I can't easy for me to say introduce you to my co-host Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. Daredevil has created over twenty five national TV opportunities for their indie artists by making them discoverable. They've created multiple tour opportunities, and through the power of digital marketing data, which sounds sexy, I know they've attracted a number of investors for their artists. And the investors know that the numbers don't lie because the numbers can't talk, but the investors know how to listen to them. And you can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production, singular with no S. And there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. What's happening, brother? I- I'm still thrown by that whole backronym. That, that changed my world right that there. Ju- that, that just happened. That's it's a funny. You give things a name, it becomes a thing. <laughs> Before, I'm like, I-, I like to make acronyms and stuff that stands for stuff. You're like, now it's a backronym. It's a, a backronym or a backronym. <laughs> I thought this, yeah. Because so you got a lot of them in the songwriting pro tenants there like uh i mean all your songwriting stuff and everything oh, i got a bunch of them yeah yeah, well, yeah this is a backronym yeah. <laughs> a backstronym backstronym <laughs> sounds like what they say when you know i walk by with all my five kids it's backstronym <laughs> that's right so uh like drop the bomb man what are we gonna learn today so we can blow Ooh. their minds well today we're gonna poke you where it hurts uh-uh. we're gonna offer some solutions to this today we're gonna talk about why publishers are not listening to your songs so if, if you just got all the publishers in the world listening to your songs and beat down your door, I guess you can go ahead and turn this off. I mean, you'll miss some witty banter, probably maybe some more acronyms, but yep. <laughs> um, if not enough publishers are listening to your music, this might be the episode for you. 
let's figure out why that is. Let's do some diagnoses. Well, before we do that, though, let's take care of a little business here. Mm-hmm. Uh, give our shout out to Disc Makers. We've been proud to partner with Disc Makers at the Climb Podcast here for um, since back in August now. And these guys support indie musicians before indie music was even a thing. They got everything going on over there. It's more than just making CDs, but they got DVDs, they got vinyl, they got, um, they can distribute your music and videos with customized USBs. You can find all that stuff at discmakers.com. That's D-I-S-C makers.com. And that's the only place that you need to go. Mm -hmm. And while you're there, you can click on the guides and resources tab and download some of their excellent free guides. They've just revised and expanded their home studio handbook, which has a ton of great advice and information for newbies and studio veterans. And by the way, also under guides and resources, you can find a little podcast called The Climb on their website. You can listen there. Makes them happy. You can find them online at www.discmakers.com or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800-468-9353. There we go. And hey, if you haven't done so already, please join the Climb community on Facebook. Lots of lots of activity happening there. Lots of people helping one another, man. The kind of family that you want to belong to, it's there and they're active. It's not a, uh, like I go to so many Facebook groups and it's like tumbleweeds you know yeah the last post that i'm, I'm post i'm putting now mine was the last one you know a week ago you're like oh okay got it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah this is uh you know lots of good information there on songwriting marketing everything like that ask to be let in we let everybody in be good boys and girls or we will roadhouse you out make sure that you subscribe to the podcast mm-hmm. that you get all the episodes on tuesdays all the minisodes on fridays they come in order you can consume them as you wish and pick the ones you want and the ones you don't you don't miss anything Take five seconds, leave a rating and review, five-star rating and review. Make uh-huh. us look good, right? We'll read uh, it on the air. Mm-hmm. And then the best compliment, Brent, that they could give us is what? Uh, say I have nice summertime legs. <laughs> <laughs> or they could tell summer. their friends to listen to The Climb. That's right. Share they it. Want. Share it. Tell, tell people about it. If it's helping you, spread the love. You know, mm-hmm. like Pay it forward. Uh, share it on your social media, Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, let other people know why you liked it. Just yeah. be genuine and, uh, and that'll, that'll help us get to more people as well. And unlike, you know, complimenting my legs, you can actually tell people about the climb with a clear conscience. <laughs> That's right. And by the yeah. way, speaking of five-star reviews, Ooh, we have yes. a new one. This is, as I said, a five-star review. It, the title is Incredible for Songwriters. It's by Dan H. from New York City. And he says, I just discovered this podcast last week and have been listening to episodes every day. I'm a songwriter with some opportunities and meetings coming up in the near future. And Brent and Johnny have really helped me learn some essential information to prevent some rookie mistakes. Although I've read songwriting books and taken a few courses, there's nothing like hearing the inspiring and authentic stories that Brent and Johnny share in every single episode. These interviews are fantastic too. Oh, make sure you join the Facebook group too. Uh, So great to be a part of this awesome community, Dan H. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Hey, and if you guys don't believe that's true, if you think we're making this up, hop on over to iTunes. Read the review for yourself. And why don't you just leave one too? Leave one. Yeah. Why not? Hey, Hey, we leave this stuff where you can check it out. Do it. Hey, do it. Do it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Do it. (laughs) Okay. It's a man publishers ain't listening to my songs. I know. What's going on? The the struggle is real. Well, you know, for many songwriters, possibly you, climber out there, um, trying to get a publisher meeting is really hugely frustrating. And it's just plain difficult to find one who will give you the time of day. So why is it so hard to get a publisher meeting? Well, 
or even to send in songs and have them listen to you. So today I'm going to talk about four reasons why a publisher won't meet with you and one thing you can do to change that. Because I don't want to just point out your pain. I want to try and prescribe some pain pills. All right. So we're going to try and give you some pain pills to make that little pain go away. Here we go. All right. Number one. All right. Number one. Knock, knock. This way you say who's there. Who's there? Math. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Math is always at the door. I know. Why can't it be something different? Why can't it be like a supermodel or like Metallica? Or, you know, like, cool well, because Metallica doesn't knock. Metallica it rings the doorbell because you know for whom the bell tolls. That boom! Oh, that just you. I'm impressed with you. I'm impressed. Like, hey, country boy, that's good. That's do good. I can. Do what I can. <laughs> I got jokes, but you only get one. All right. So anyway. Ah, so knock, knock, math. Okay, so publishers simply don't have enough time to meet with every songwriter who wants some of their time, right? Math just dictates that there are not enough hours in the workday for every, hey, I got a quick, you know, you have time for a quick 15-minute meeting? That is ask of these publishers. I mean, uh, you know, talk to some of these publishers, they get over 100 emails a day with songs and stuff coming in. Yeah. 100. And that's not counting their own writers who are coming in to sit down. Hey, dude, got a new song. Why don't you hear it? Got Got the new session in. Let's listen to these five songs. Got a new demo in. And the pitch meetings that they're doing, going out, trying to hook, you know, trying to land songs on records and, and all that stuff they're doing. And taking so, care of their day-to-day of the business that they have on the table already. Exactly. Taking care of the people they're already paying. Taking, yeah. Trying to get those songs cut because they don't just bring songs in. They try to get songs out the door. And so, unfortunately, publishers just can't get to everyone. Oh, and another thing about math. It keeps knocking, Right. Math also says that the vast majority of songwriters and songs just are not good enough to solve the publisher's problems. The odds are actually better that you'll either be needy or crazy and add to their problems. Than, that's a real fact. That's, it's sad. Yeah. So, I mean, fact. yeah, well, you know, crazy people. Every business has crazy people, but, you know, ours just write bad songs. But there's some crazy people that write great songs and some good people that write great songs. And, yeah, I mean, the, a publisher just can't say yes to everybody. It's just not yeah. physically possible to do that. And so that's one reason they're not taking you. You're just further down the totem pole, and they haven't gotten to you because other things are more pressing that are they get the yeses than you do right now. Yeah. And there's some reasons for that, which we can talk about. But, yeah, I mean, we're talking before, Johnny, that, you know, when people hit you up, you try to make time when you can. Yeah. And you probably can't do that for everybody. I know I can't. You know, I get I get coffee offers. I would be so jacked up on caffeine, Johnny. That, <laughs> you know, if I took all those coffee offers, I'd be I'd be you know I'd go I'd spend a lot of time in the bathroom and just shaking. So it's just not it's not possible. I got you know I got to do stuff that feeds my family and you know you want to because it's fun because you love you love the people and you love songwriters and and artists and that kind of stuff. So it's not like you don't like people. Just not enough time. So that's one reason. It's not that's personal. Right. It's just math. That's right. I, and I'll t- listen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna add just the the weight of the math thing here. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I lived in LA for 15 years. My ex-wife still friends with her. She's a TV producer. We had a lot of Hollywood friends. I know how the TV business works. You know, and uh-huh. deep cable network, everything like that. There are people that I know personally. Now, I'm not comparing these people to 
publishers. Every publisher I've met out here, they're doing this because they love music and they love songs and they love songwriters and they just love their jobs. And yeah. they love it. Same thing in Hollywood. They, they love what they're doing. But there are people, like, because of the math that, you know, 90% of the stuff that's going to get in front of them is just not even ready. It's not good. Yeah, it's not, not going to solve their problems. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not competitive, okay? It's, yeah. it's not where it needs to be. Because of that, there, there are executives in the movie industry and in the TV industry who continually get uh, promoted and climb up the corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. And all they say is no, because they're right. <laughs> Most 85 to 90 percent of the time yeah like and and, 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 and like it, we would sit around at some parties with some of my friends who like have created content that got on tv and and uh you're talking about like how does that happen like how do you not have any wins but you just keep saying you're, no and you're like, failing how, up or whatever yeah but that's the real num- these are real conversations that we've had those are real numbers <laughs> and so i think you've got to be aware of what you're up against so mm-hmm. if you know that that's the number, that that's real, then you can, you, then you know it's going to take you a couple, two, three, four times. And, and mm. uh, you know, if you keep showing up at some point, if you keep on the radar screen, so to speak, not like at their house or anything, but, right, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, it's, you know, lottery, right? It's, it's not personal. You know, the, the publishers I know, they love music. They're scared of missing out on something, right? That's part of why they, they want to listen to everything they can because what if that's, that one is, the life changer. What if it's, I hope you dance. What if it's, I drive your truck. What if it's whatever, you know, friends yeah. in little places, you know, they're scared of missing that. So they want to try and listen to, but, but they just can't. It's like trying to drink the ocean. There's not enough hours so, in the day. You yeah. know, so part of it, the other side of the math is the more swings you take, the better chance that, you know, your lotto numbers are going to come up eventually. But there are other things you can do to turn it in your favor too. And we'll talk about that. But yeah, most stuff just isn't competitive. And so that's part. Don't take it personally. It's, you know, some people say, well, it's, you know, it's a closed group. It's just a good old boys network and all that stuff. It's not a closed network because if it were, all the hit songwriters would be 80-year-old guys that have been having the hits for the past 30 years. That's a good point. And people keep coming in. Yeah. That's a cop-out. That's a cop-out when they say yeah. that. And, and, and you know what? The, the thing is, it's like – it's funny that somebody in that position with that kind of negativity, here's another way to look at this. They're taking it personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not personal because they don't even, they, it's not personal. They, they've never heard your music. Right. <laughs> We're yeah. talking about why they're not listening to it. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, they don't know you. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've got to know the reality of it. It's a job. It's a work thing. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, I mean, imagine like if you went to work and, and uh, at a brand new job and you just went right up to the president and you're like, so look, man, when's that VP job opening up down the hall there? I'm, a, you know, I'm sorry. Who, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seems kind of silly. And walk away from me. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Right. You look like creepy. You look weird. And then, and then, then you go back and you're like, oh man, it's a close club up there. Not let anybody up there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which, I mean, silly, right? But, yeah. Which leads us to the second point. You made a bad personal first impression. <laughs> so yeah. maybe the publisher did meet you out somewhere, like at an event or the grocery store, and you gave off the creepy vibe when you shoved your CD into their cart alongside her avocados. 
you know, you just came off too aggressive or creepy or weird or whatever. And maybe you reached out through social media and she, the publisher saw that post where you ranted about how much radio sucks and songs suck and the artists these days suck and all this stuff. And now the publisher has no desire to give you a second chance to make a worse impression. Yeah. So that's part of it too. Just like, mm, no, crazy. No, I ain't got time for that. You look like a problem. Cause if you're crazy, even if your songs are pretty good, no, don't want to do business like that. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing, man. Um, yeah. Unpleasant people may still have a great song, but a publisher is looking for something more valuable than a great song. This publisher is looking for a great songwriter that she can have hits with for years to come. And, and the bottom line is, you know, if a publisher doesn't like being around you for five minutes, they're sure not going to be excited about being around you for five years. And so part of it's that personal impression. So maybe you can't get that meeting, even if you bounce into them. Maybe, you know, maybe it was a personal thing, <laughs> you know, not personal. They don't know you, but you gave off a creepy vibe or an unprofessional vibe where you sloppy drunk, where you, you know, just way too aggressive in a, in a not cool way. Yeah. Or know? just unprofessional. Yeah, exactly. You're just, you know, I, I see this happen all the time. People don't, I'm thinking about the climb conference, right? Yeah. That we went to, and we're hanging out with Shelby Kennedy. We're hanging out with um, Chris Oglesby. Yeah. Chris Oglesby. And, and do you remember, I think we can tell a story, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. What, what, happened, with, what, happened, with Chris, what, happened, what happened with Chris's computer? Can we? Oh, we love you, Chris. Can we say that? <laughs> because. It, yeah. I, poor I, guy. It's benign. It's okay. Right. So I, I hope so. It happens. Yeah. It, it happens to everybody. We get to Salt Lake City, and all of a sudden, Chris realizes that he left his freaking laptop, laptop computer in the, the back flap of the seat in front of him on the plane. Mm-hmm. And that plane is gone. And its plane is gone, and he's tripping, right? And it's got yeah. nothing to do with because the, the computer costs money. Mm-hmm. It's what's in the computer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, and because this like Carrie Underwood's phone number, everybody's like phone Gar's number. phone number. Like Gar's, yeah, yeah like, like everybody's number. That gets in the wrong hands and somebody gets that open. That's going to, I'm going to have a whole lot of explaining to do. Yeah. And think about that in terms of somebody like, like a newbie who's got like that negative thing or they think it's funny maybe to make, to like rip on an artist or a songwriter mm-hmm. or what's happening in country music today. You know, if you're new and you don't have a relationship, don't go down that road unless they start doing it and then just laugh along and keep your mouth shut and don't make any comments. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but that's not for you to do because, because you're not there, but they know those people. That's my point. Mm-hmm. You might be talking yeah. about one of their best friends, you know, and, oh, and yeah. you're, you're saying something stupid and they're just like, you know, that's not, you just look like the fool. Now, by the way, just to close the loop, some girl called him right from Boston. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, his (laughs) laptop ended up in Boston and the lady that had his seat on the next flight got it. The flight attendants were like, yeah, if you give it to us, it's never going to get back to So this person got it, got somehow got his number off. It called him and like FedExed it overnight. Delivered Crazy. so cool, diverted. <laughs> so and we, cool. We gave him the hardest time <laughs> the rest of that weekend, only because it landed okay. You know, it got back to him. It's like once he had it in hand, it was on. That's right, that's right. But you know, like they, they know they did this. Like you, this may be like a funny thing for you because you're talking about it like from the cheap seats. Yeah, from a faded map. But they, he talks. They do business with these people that you're. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. And, you know, we know the other part of the story. Like you may be ripping on this new artist, but it's like, dude, I've written with that person. They worked their butt off. They've worked hard. They've been in town for 10 years and you may not dig their music, but you need to respect that. And the fact that you don't have any clue just shows that you don't have any clue. Yeah. And if they called on the phone right now and wanted to do a right with you, you do it. Yeah, exactly. Because they're on the radio. (laughs) So no, no, don't, don't be negative. Yeah. That kind of, it's like, you don't understand. And I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. And that's you know, unprofessional. Publisher's life is mostly... Uh... Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. (laughs) Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Rejection. You know, and so they don't need to be importing that. They got enough of that. Thank you. That's right. um, That's a good point. <laughs> and so go sell your crazy somewhere else. We're all stocked up here. Um, and so that's another thing. Maybe you just, you didn't meet them out, but you were, you are being negative. You, you know, the stuff on your socials, if, you, if you're ranting and raving about how you know, country music or whatever your chosen genre is sucks, it's not a good look. It's not helpful. And for one thing, it's not going to help you break into that if you don't like it and can't find something worth respecting in it. Yeah. And if other people see that, they're like, well, that's what I do. So why do you want to come to me? Cause this is what I do. And obviously you hate that. What are we going to do business together? Yeah. Right. You're, you've already kind of like ripped on like my, my gig. So yeah. exactly. I'm, I'm yeah. I <laughs> some of the songs that are on the radio that you say you hate. Yeah. I may not love them all, but like, what are the chances you're going to bring something? Yeah. It's like me say something bad about your sister and then ask him for a number if I can ask her out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, no. <laughs> your sister, man, she's uh she's really friendly, huh? That's what I hear. Got her yeah. number? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm not gonna give you her number. Like, no. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> so yeah. So, all right, you ready for number three? Yes, sir. Let's keep the same move. Number three is you made a bad musical first impression. <laughs> so maybe, you know, let's say the publisher was out at the Bluebird, the listening room, or you know, any of whatever how many places we got in nashville um to hear you know one of their writers maybe and you were in the early round they just got there a little bit early and or however you know they come across your stuff and if your songs just aren't exciting that publisher you know they're too slow they're too cliche they're too boring whatever it is that publisher's not going to be in a hurry to sit down with you for a half hour why because there's just not a compelling business interest for him to not meet with someone else so he can meet with you because remember every spot 
Yep. Somebody owns that real estate during the day. And if he is meeting with you, he says yes to your meeting. He's saying no to every other meeting that could occupy that slot. So, you know, and after all, publishers are know that writers tend to play their best stuff out, right? You're going to go play out. You're probably going to play your best stuff out. Mm-hmm. So if that's your best and they don't like that, they don't really need to hear anymore. You know, they were like, okay, I've already heard the best you got. You know, I heard you playing out and that uh, didn't really do anything for me. And so I don't really need to hear anymore, at least not until you've worked on your craft for a few more years, or maybe they start hearing your name some other places and they go, well, okay, maybe I just wasn't hearing it that night, but I, you know, I keep hearing stuff. Maybe I do need to give this a shot, but maybe it is that they did hear you out somewhere and your music just didn't do it for them. Yeah. So that's why it's a hard time getting a meeting or even, you know, if you're writing with one of their writers and you know, you're trying to get a meeting there and it's still hard. Well, maybe the songs you write with that writer aren't their favorite songs, <laughs> you know, um, it's none of that stuff is a given. So there are a few things. So one, just can't meet with everybody. Maybe they did bump into you or saw you on social and you're not someone they want to, they didn't like your vibe Two, They don't like your music for what they've heard of it. And uh, anything you want to add that before we go on to the, the next point, because we can, we can fly on through. Yeah. I did want to mention this, that mm-hmm. a lot of times we get frustrated, we get angry, we get a little jaded. Mm-hmm. And you get in that space a little bit. Yeah. The world's against you. It's a closed club. Like, mm-hmm. I'm never going to blah, blah, blah. And these guys should have, they, but they didn't. And then blah, 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 blah. And it's, but it's fixable. Yeah. You know, it's fixable. It's a mm-hmm. mindset. And I've seen it happen a number of different times in town where, with like with, with musicians, like with studio musicians. Mm-hmm. That should be A-list yeah. or B-list. Because, not because of the way they played. Mm-hmm. Because the attitude, because the vibe, yeah. right? And then I know a handful of musicians who had some friends that somehow communicated to them, this is your problem. Yeah. Okay. And you got to stop being so angry and just be grateful and start to come in and just, you know, if you can't say anything nice, then just shut up and do your job and be pleasant, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and, and now they're A-list, you know, now they're A-list. The talent, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But that energy no place for that in creativity land. Yeah. Uh-uh. Cause we got somebody else talented that is, that we enjoy hanging with. Yeah. So if you're not, then let's find somebody else that is. Yeah. It's easy to get there, but keep that in check, man, because that is, you don't want, and you don't want to be caught doing that in, in town. Right. Or, or even in your town. Like what if the mm-hmm. one artist in town that may be the one that could cut your song, that could get you the, that could start it all kind of, Mm-hmm. small way heading in the right direction and you're ripping on them trying to be smart and funny and really being unprofessional, but they hear it. Yeah. They overhear it. And, and I don't know why that is, but it's, it's it, with professionals and with artists, this happens. We had, we had the big CRS party last year and uh, one of my clients showed up and our attorney was there mm-hmm. and I introduced our attorney to the client and Right off, right off, right off the box, man. He starts in with the freaking lawyer jokes, you know? <laughs> and he wouldn't yeah. stop with it. Like, the lawyer hasn't ever heard that before. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. And he yeah. just rolled his eyes like, please stop in my head. Like, it's a, it's a train wreck. But people do that. Like, I, there's friends, I have close friends of mine that I really can't hang here in Nashville with because if I'm with somebody that they know, mm-hmm. then they... They're trying, they get so uncomfortable that they're trying to 
be cool and fit in and they start like ripping on them and start or trying to do like just they just go to this weird man just be positive be cool be grateful and hang it's the hang yeah yeah it is the hang it's the hang so you can learn how to hang or hang yourself that's right you know <laughs> you can learn to hang with others or you can just hang yourself that's kind of how the business is so yeah and the thing you know if they don't like your music write better music yeah which you should be trying to do anyway that's Even right. they love your music, what should you be doing? Writing better songs. That's right. That's and always the, the answer. And you're a testament, Brent. It, 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 maybe you do write great songs, but if you're writing great songs in 1995. Right. That's not doing you that lot of good in 2019. Yeah. They're not selling those solo cups here. We're selling blue solo cups today. Those are red solo cups. That exactly. was cool in the 90s. Today we're selling blue ones. So if you want to write a blue one, like, come on in. Like, that could be, you know, and if you've got yeah. that kind of talent and you're just angry because they're not selling red ones, <laughs> but you just, like you did, you just made a shift. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now, and then, you know, boom, boom, boom. You still get stuff after that. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, um, point number four, the publisher simply does not know you exist. So, it kind of, you know, it comes down to the math thing too, but literally, I mean, how can a publisher agree to meet with you if, they've, if you've never stepped into their awareness? If you and your songs never leave your bedroom in Boise or Des Moines, that publisher meeting is simply not going to happen. You have to get over your fear or whatever it is and do something. Your songs yeah. have to enter you and or your songs have to enter that publisher's awareness in some form or fashion for them to notice you. And to ever get that meeting, to make that connection. And it's not easy because of the math and because most stuff isn't, you know, they do have some of their guards up and their, use their filters and stuff because most stuff is not going to solve their problems. It's just filler. It's not killer. But, you know, or maybe you're ready to do something. We just don't know what to step, you know, what step to take. How do you approach a real deal music publisher in a way that gets his or her attention in a positive way? Do you have to belong to some sort of private club? Is there a secret handshake? All that stuff. Maybe he's not sure what to do. But you can learn that. There are ways. People do it all the time. I didn't know any publishers until I did. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any publisher meetings until I did. No one believed in my songs until they did. Yep. You know, I I was not. You you had to believe in them first. Yeah. Foolishly for quite a while. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was not born into a songwriting family. We were not connected. You know, the one guy from my hometown that, you know, his dad was our minister of music. His son wrote uh, An Affair of the Heart for Rick Springfield. <laughs> really? In Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't Danny know that. And cool so forever, that was like the first guy I met that had been in the business. And, you know, it had a record deal at one point, like Chrysalis or something out in uh, L.A. and had a song on VH1, Dreaming. And, you know, so he would come in and, you know, I'd see him at church, this big, tall guy with long rock and roll hair and whatever. He's cool. And so, you know, I started hitting him up and played him a couple of things. Got just got a little bit of feedback, but he never opened a door for me. And that was like the only person like connected to our town. He wasn't even from our town, but his dad was the minister of music at our church, you know? So yeah. I was not connected to anybody until yep. I connected to somebody. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not a wide open club, but it's certainly the doors are not locked. But it doesn't happen like winning the lottery. No. You know, it really does. You don't just write one song, make one recording, send it in. And then, you know, five months later, 
hey, listen, that thing's awesome. We're going to give that to Garth Brooks. It's going to be his new big hit. You're going to become a millionaire. We're going to fly out on a jet and get pick you up at a limo and bring you into the pub company, and you're going to be hanging and hobnobbing with all the big boys, and it doesn't work. Like you as, gotta, as Hank Jr. said, son, have we got a deal for you? Going to make you a star, give you 50000 too. <laughs> I said, I'd take your money. I'd make you movies. Tell you right now, I was born to boogie. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. It was Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and, you know, the thing is, I don't want to just point out these pain points, but th- this is part of why they're not. So what can we do? How can we get the math in our favor? We take more shots, right? How do we work on making that better first personal impression? Get your business act together, mm-hmm. you know? kind of start learning some of the do's and don'ts. And, and we've probably talked about that. I've talked about it on the blog. We probably talked about it on the podcast about just how to, you know, present yourself in a good way. How do you fix a bad musical impression? Keep working, keep writing songs, mm-hmm. keep writing better songs. How do you work on the publisher doesn't know you exist? Well, I got a little something that can help with that. <laughs> there you go. So what we have coming up, I mean, there, you know, there are many ways to get to a publisher. There's not just one way, but one way that, I provide for the songwriting pro community and for the climbers out there is that we do a play for publisher event. We do it quarterly. Um, we skipped one last time because I was in China. <laughs> so okay. hard to, you know, get it has been done. a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. So it's been like, you know, we, we skipped uh, a quarter, but we're back. And so we're back in a big way. And, and our guest this time is Scott shared. He's with um, rare spark media. Mm-hmm. And Scott was my plugger at major Bob music. And he's had his hand in a bunch of like George Strait, Garth Brooks, Dixie Chicks, Kenny Chesney, whatever, all kinds of, just a ton of cuts he's had his hand in. And uh, he's over at Rare Spark and his, he's publishing Walker Hayes. So, you know, you broke up with me and Craig mm-hmm. and 90s country. And uh, so, you know, Craig's doing this thing as an artist. And so he's a legit publisher, been at it a while and knows what he's doing. He's well connected. And, and so he's just a buddy. So he's going to come in in March. And so what we do with a play for publisher is, you know, you can submit a song. I listen, I whittle it down to the 10, I think are have the best chance of catching Scott's ear in a good way. And then we all hop, you know, Scott and I and the 10 songwriters hop on a video conference. So you can do this from anywhere in the world. We've had Sam from Scotland. We've had other people from, you know, Chelsea from Utah. You know, we've had these people Mm -hmm. jump in with these publishers and people in Nashville, you know, like across town from the publisher's office and, Uh, you hop on a video conference and the publisher listens to the songs and you get some back and forth for a few minutes. And then you go on to the next one. It's, it's an at bat. It's a way to get into their consciousness and make a good musical first impression and a chance to make a good personal first impression Yep, because you are face to face and you get a chance to go back and forth and have a little, a little dialogue for a few minutes. That's why we keep it small. So it's intimate. You have a little bit of that time to make a connection. And there are people, you know, get second meetings out of that or get meetings out of that and start mm-hmm. building their relationship. It's a door opener. It's not a deal closer. You, know, you don't expect to get a, a record offered a publishing deal, you know, after listening to one song and your eight minute window there, but it opens a door and some people are walking through those doors and getting meetings and building relationships. So if you want to get all the details and figure out how to submit your song and maybe you're listening to this in the future, we do this every quarter. So we'll probably have another one coming up, but to get the, the info, just go to giftfrombrent.com. What you'll find there is my free ebook called Think Like a Pro Songwriter. You just download it when you give me your email address to let me know where to send that. It also puts you on my email list where we send you, you know, a blog post every week. We let you know about 
opportunities like this to connect with the pros. And that's not the only thing we do to connect you with the pros, but um, so you get on that to make sure that you're, you're informed about the next play for a publisher event and you get a chance to get in front of a publisher, no matter where you are. That's right. So and if I you're got complaining it. about it, here's something you can do about it. Here's a solution, right? Now, I, solution. I want to add to that, though, because it's more than that. First of all, we had a whole episode called that the music business is a recommendation business. So yes. this is a chance to get in front of a publisher on a recommendation. Yes, because right? they know it's curated. Yeah. I'll and go so through a couple hundred songs to find 10. And they're going to be prepared to to want to like it, you know. Like this yeah. is this is uh, this is a cool curated thing. Uh, the second thing is is that I, you should talk a little bit about the people who don't get in the top ten. Oh like, yeah. What what does that what they, that there's still a huge benefit to that, and what is it? There is. Thanks. I forgot about that. Yeah. So everybody that submits a song, or even they're they're ten bucks for a submission slot because i gotta listen right <laughs> so it's paid for my time because i spent a couple days on this stuff but um everyone that so whether or not you actually submit a song some people just pay the 10 bucks just so they get on the list and everyone that purchases a submission slot gets access to the video replay so when we're doing the meeting i vid- you know i record it and i put it up uh, you know online where only those people have access to it so that way, maybe your song didn't get selected. Well, good. Well, sorry, but here's, you can listen to this 10 songs that did get selected and you can see what the publisher had to say about it. And you can see it's really a view into a publisher meeting. Mm-hmm. Not that for those little, you know, yeah, normally you don't have a group thing, but there's a lot of it. That's the same kind of vibe as a publisher meeting. Yeah. And so you can see literally into a publisher's office on music row and, and kind of what they had to say about your songs and, you know, and hear somebody talking to him. It pulls back the curtain. And that's worth the 10 bucks right there. Even if you don't send it. Because I have people that don't even send in songs. Like, I don't have anything that's ready, but I want to know what this is like. I want to know where the bar is set. Yeah. You know, you may hear a song that go, oh, that's great. I see why that made it. And the publisher's like, yeah, but, you know, but, you know. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, welcome, welcome to Nashville. You're welcome to Nashville. That's right. No. But you get trendy stuff. They'll be talking about, like, you'll get some business stuff. That's really oh, you definitely get, I mean, they're they're laying out some nuggets, man. Yeah. About what's working, what's not working, what they like, what they hear a ton of, what they don't want to hear anymore of, <laughs> and just yeah. that kind of stuff. It's just real world, helpful stuff. And so whether or not, you, you know, it's great if you're one of the 10, but there could only be 10, right? that can be there live talking to the publisher, but everybody wins. Yeah. You know, if you choose to learn. Yeah, that's right. Everybody comes out better off. That's right. So, yeah. So again, go to giftfrombrent.com and you get the free ebook. So that's a win right there. And it's helpful stuff I've learned from my years in the music business, like how to connect with the publisher and and a bunch of stuff. And then you'll also get details about this coming up with Scott. The uh, deadline to enter your song is March 2nd. 2019 for this go round. There'll be other go rounds in the future. Uh, work tapes are good to send in, you know, so mm-hmm. all genres got works, you know, does sync licensing and that kind of stuff. So anything's welcome. So come on. That's really so, cool, man. Yeah. So I want to help connect you to the pros. That's part of that. So, well, there you go. So you got to take that chance. You got to, you know, you got to, you got to take that swing at the bat. That brings us to the end of another uh, killer climb episode here. If you haven't joined the climb community, please do so. We want you in there. Everybody helping everybody else out. And uh, it's super active. Lots of good information in there. Good articles on the music business on what's happening. Uh, you're posting all the time with what's going on with s- s- publishing company signings mm-hmm. and who's doing this and that. Yeah. 
so we try to keep that feed really healthy and fresh and every day there's new stuff on there and, yep. and we put time into it. So there's, 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 there's something to see when you go there. It's not at your normal group. Right. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get all the episodes and the minisodes and you can consume them as you wish. Take 30 seconds, leave a five-star rating and review if you don't mind and let other people know that we're legit. We'll read it on the air, make you famous. And then finally, best compliment. Summer legs. Summer legs. Friends <laughs> from knock, knock knees, his knobby knees, and, uh, and hairy, skinny little legs. There we go, yes. Picture that? Okay, now that we've sufficiently made you nauseous. Yes. <laughs> but uh, no, the best, the best uh, compliment you could give us, guys, if, if you like this stuff, if it's making sense to you, share it. Tell a friend, mm-hmm. put it up on your social media, let other people know about it, because if you're digging it, they could dig it too. That would mean the world to us. We're getting in front of more people. That's what we want to do. So this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.